coming up on the Middle Class VO Podcast. It's not just a side job. It can be a side a job small for some. Business. The fibers of the world, can. it can be a side job. But if you really want to make a go of it, it's like any other business. you got to spend some money. you got to, you know, do the right things and get a pro demo done. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate errors and tell us what to say. Explain a video, image and radio. Slang a local car is reading. I'll be always nowhere. Ain't no stars. No, we're the middle class VO podcast. The middle class VO podcast. It's the middle class VO podcast, yo. Bobby Maxwell in Cincinnati. Aren't you, you're in Cincy, Bobby? I am in Cincy. I'm not in Nashville this weekend. I'm down okay. there a lot, but not this weekend. <laughs> it's Kevin Kilpatrick here in Nashville, though. And uh, we are going to have us a fun podcast today. Just kind of talk about the state of VO, as it were. I didn't know it was a state. Did you, Bobby? <laughs> it's, a, it's a nation. It's a universe. <laughs> it is for sure. How um how has your summer been going and uh how are things looking as we're uh wrapping up summer here? I'll tell you what, July in previous years has been so slow. As a matter of fact, I always always said that if I'm gonna take a, a lengthy vacation, I'm gonna make it July because the week around the fourth has just been dead. And this year it's totally the opposite. I am so impressed with with July so far. It's probably second best month of the year in in the past year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I've I've seen an uptick in some bookings, and I've seen some trends of my own on some stuff I'm doing on auditions. That I'm like, okay, I'm getting some footing there, and and that kind of worked, and this kind of worked, all that. And and we're gonna get more into that in in just a little bit. But Bobby. Your spidey senses were tingling. I am bamboozling you with a mystery guest. I knew it. Yeah. I All knew right. it. Are you ready, Bobby? You ready yes. for these clues? I'm so excited. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> this mystery guest is the middle child. No? <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm just going to throw these. A, I got any, nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> next, next clue. And see, I'll gradually ramp these up to where you should kind of maybe get them. So the uh, next clue is, after this guest is a middle child, this guest has lived in over 10 different countries and feels that the best was Taiwan, the worst, New Zealand. Whoa, so military brat, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm giving you no more clues. <laughs> got nothing again. <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go. This guest was a body piercer for 20 years, traveling and working at various tattoo shops. <laughs> really? Yeah! You, are you going to say male or female? Nope! <laughs> oh, my God. All right, here we go. Next clue, next clue, next clue. This guest holds one of the highest teaching qualifications in yoga, an accomplishment completed by only a handful of people in all of North America. Emma O'Neill? It is Emma O'Neill! Whoa! <laughs> That's a great hey, guess. girl! <laughs> Emma, how are you? I'm well, how are you? We're doing great. Bobby, are you surprised? I am. I just responded to her on Facebook an hour ago. Hey! <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. You're doing better. I'm, yes, I'm doing better now. <laughs> we are yeah. pleased to be joined by Emma O'Neill, and uh, Emma is a voice actor. And I did the, the final the final clue, Bobby. By the way, was this guest immigrated to Canada from Ireland at eight years old? Would you have oh, gotten it there got too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. <laughs> Which I never understood. You have no accent. <laughs> Give me a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Your lilt comes through then. Oh yeah. It, oh, it's funny. so great to have you on, Emma. And um, how are you feeling, by the way? I'm like 80, 85 percent. I, I won't lie. I did take a nap today. Okay. So. <laughs> and, and just so everybody knows, it's not the monkey pox. No, and we're, <laughs> we're not going to get we're not going to have any HIPAA regulations come after us or anything because COVID, uh, Emma has been very open about this and she got the COVID. I did. And you're, but you're so much better now. That's so great to hear. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we get into uh, chatting with Emma much more, uh, Bobby, guess what? <laughs> I'm bamboozling you with another mystery guest. Oh my gosh. 
It's too much. Too much. I love it. I love it. Emma's in on this too, by the way. Okay. Emma doesn't know who it is either? Oh, she does. She's oh, in on okay. it. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So, Bobby, here we go as we prepare for our next mystery guest. Our next mystery guest is double-jointed in both thumbs. No. No, no clue. Okay. Our next mystery guest spent 20 years in radio doing production and on-air duties. Ooh. Mmm, that narrows it down. I know it's not Rob Reed because he just was on. Keep going. All right. Our next mystery guest eats the crunchy cheese snack Hawkins Cheesy. Hawkins Cheesies almost nightly. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> is that this, a client? <laughs> this guest... No, this guest is a voice actor. This guest is a first-time guest. Mm. All right, I'm going to give you another hint. This guest first met Bobby in 2018 at That's VoiceOver in L.A. Ooh, and we're still friends? (laughs) (laughs) I know who it is. Do you? Do you also know that this person's a vintage Honda lover? It's another Canadian, isn't it? It is! (laughs) Hey, Chris. Chris McCloy! Hey, buddy. Chris, are you with us? Hello? There he is. <laughs> Hello. I'm t- I'm technically illiterate. You no, think? you're not. <laughs> it says join audio. Clear as oh. day. If you want to hear, join audio. Otherwise, sit there and look like a moron. <laughs> for, especially for somebody who worked in production. Come on, Seriously. dude. Seriously. Bobby just heard all these great clues about you, Chris, and she's like, what the hell is Hawkins Cheesies? <laughs> they are the, the, the most deliciousness that exists on the planet. For me, anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this is a great episode. Everybody's rolling, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So good. So good. So, Bobby, we bamboozled you with Emma, and now we've bamboozled you with Chris. Welcome to the Middle Class VO Podcast, Emma and Chris. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Hi, I'm blown away. This is awesome. (laughs) So much fun. This is so cool. And and today I thought we'd just talk about the voice, uh, the the state of voiceover as it's going right now. Like, are you, Emma, we'll start with you. How's your, besides having the vid and getting over the vid, how's your summer been? It's actually been pretty quiet over here, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, Things have been quieter than usual. I mean, I've been doing more um, non-broadcast stuff, like lots of e-learning. I did a huge project for a hospital here called CAMH, um, which they specialize in mental health. So it was a week-long in-studio um, kind of choose-your-own-adventure thing. Mm-hmm. So that was that was cool, but it was it was a lot of work. Um, oh, yeah. But in general, it's been quieter. Well, that's okay. It's Bobby. Doesn't it seem to be kind of like that around here in the states too? Like, quieter. You- yeah, a little, little slower in the summer as vacations are happening and that kind of stuff. As I just meant, not, not, not July for me. It's, it was incredible. Emma just had just uh, released her promo demo, which is incredible. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Harry, Harry Dunn did that, right? Myself. Harry Dunn did it, yeah. Sounds so good. Thank you. It was, it was you know, a few years in the making. So really? Network promo is it's harder than, than it, it appears. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. It sounds dynamite. And, and Chris, what about you? Uh, h- how's your summer been as we are wrapping up the summer here? How's yours been? Well, we have a running joke between Emma and I because I'm yes, over on the we West do. Coast and Emma's out East. And we always joke with each other that if Emma is really busy, then I have nothing to do. <laughs> but if I'm really busy, it's true. then Emma has something to do. And we <laughs> at like clockwork. So she just finished saying, it's been kind of slow. Emma, how has it been for me? Busy. Very. Unbelievably busy. <laughs> That's so funny. And sometimes he's busy. mean about it. Like, he'll call when he's not busy to see if I can flip the switch <laughs> by having a conversation with me. I'm like, rude, Chris. I, is... I have a busy rut track right now. Get off the phone. <laughs> well, oh, I, need yeah. to, I need to get some money in the bank, right? Yeah. So if I can yeah. do that in any way possible, even if it's... Karmatically speaking, I'll steal a little bit from Emma over on the East Coast. Why not? Do you guys have the same agents? No. Well, we're, we're both so, with Shepard. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. We're all with Shepard. 
Oh, Yay. Yay. Shout out Why to Eric. Why are we booking, Eric? <laughs> Good question. What did you Just say, Bobby? Kidding. I said, why aren't we booking, Eric? Oh. <laughs> Just oh. shout out to Eric. Eric is awesome. Yes, yeah, we is. we saw uh, Eric's post a couple weeks ago uh, whenever he was calling we talents idiots, basically. Oh, my and God, that was funny. Yeah, it was, yeah, caused quite the uproar because not everybody can handle that. And I understand everybody's perspective on that and stuff. But I, I like the agents having our backs and and calling us out. You know when we need it. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's refreshing. He's I like a bucket of water him. on the head. Refreshing. <laughs> but sometimes we need a cold cup of coffee. Yes, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> so what have you? What are you working on, Chris? What have you been so busy with? Um, I'm doing a whole rebrand. I'm doing. I'm. I've been throwing some money back into the business. Like you know, I where you feel like you're like I need to make money. I need to you know book and I need to do all of that for so long, and I hadn't really taken any money off the table and put it back into things. So I got Joe and them over at voiceover um, or voice actor websites working on stuff for me uh, to redo my website. And uh, Romanowski is putting some work in on a new demo for me. And cool. I got a logo. Nice. I got a logo designed and, and yeah, I'm just, I'm putting some money back in and then, and then, you know, like I said, busy, busy, busy with July. Um, on on a bunch of different things some things i got myself and some things i got uh through agents and some things are nda so i can't say anything um but yeah that's that and camping with my kids i yeah, was just gonna family. say didn't you just get a new camper and taking the fam out everywhere i did i bought an old tent trailer um, nice. a little pop-up trailer now i used to have a bowler do you know what a bowler is i don't a bowler no, or a trillium you ever no. heard of any of those? No. No? They're these fiberglass things from the 70s. And they look like an egg is what it is. It's a really light camper um, that somebody would say, you know, it, it, it's, it says in the directions that you can sleep for. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can sleep for. In a pinch. If you try <laughs> to sleep for, it's an entirely different animal. And I ended up ruining my back. My wife didn't want to speak to me for a few days. Um, no. My son fell off the top, I'm using air quotes here, top bunk, um, and almost clocked his head three times on the way down, just missing the corner of the, uh, the cabinet. Um, and we, so that after that, we said, yeah, maybe that's not for us. So, so the camper's for sale. So the camper, I sold the camper last year. We were like, that, that was a big fail. And let's try something different. So we tried the tent trailer. And it's, you can stretch out. It's got room. The kids have their own space. We've only taken it out once. We're taking it out again uh, next week, which is going to be super fun. And Nice. And yeah, so that's that's what I'm, that's my, uh, my zen is to get out on the lake or get out into the woods and just sort of do something that has nothing to do with anything else other than just creating some memories with family. Uh, nice. It's on my bucket list to, to see, go to both of your cities and just, I'm, I'm inviting myself to stay, by the way. Come on down, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Anytime. No, serious. I, I, I want to just go to Canada and, and just see nature. That sounds so nice. I think Cincinnati has nature, no? <laughs> you do exist. You exist on planet Earth, right? <laughs> they, they don't have the Rockies, you know. True. Yeah. Georgian Bay, the freezing waters of Georgian <laughs> Bay. Mm. Georgian Bay is very pretty, actually. The water is freezing, but it's it's very pretty country. My husband Excellent. stayed in Saskatchewan for business. Oh my! For a month. Wow. And he said he has never been so cold in his life. This That's, was in, yes. in January. Yeah. 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 If you want to sound more prairie. Canadian, don't say Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. sorry. Saskatchewan. It's Saskatchewan. We run through everything. Yeah. Saskatchewan, Toronto. Like, it's not Toronto. Like to use even though the, the movie says it's the man from Toronto. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I got schooled on that a couple years ago. Beth Manning said, you know, there's no second T. I was going to bring that up because I was in a session uh, the other day, and it was uh, with a, it was a Toronto studio. And I said, I can't remember what the word, but there was an, a T towards the end, 
And uh, I, I did it, you know, the American way where I just kind of went over it. They go, oh, no, please hit that T at the end. Um, I can't remember what it, it was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But oh. it, something. She goes, it's a Canadian thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, no worries. I, I want to know these. And I was going to ask you guys, you guys both do uh, U.S.-based stuff. I, I'm yeah. sure, uh, Emma, we'll start with you. What, what have you noticed uh, difference-wise between Canadian work and U.S. work? Work or pronunciations? Well, with pronunciations, there's a <laughs> ton of pronunciation differences between, you know, general Canadian and general American accents. Um, and it's something that at this point, I think I've just trained myself to speak with more of an American accent. So regardless of where what country I'm working in, I just use Americanisms versus Canadianisms unless I'm asked to do so. So like process in Canada, it's process. It's right. produce. It's not produce. It's houses versus houses. Uh, um, resor- Canadian is resource versus oh, wow. resource. Uh, stuff like that. So there's a lot of difference in pronunciations. Um, and then there's also a big difference in delivery, um, especially like with commercial work, for example. Um, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I am working, American commercial work is way more conversational. It's much, much uh, less rise and fall, up and down, whereas Canadian is still TV commercials almost air to the side of promo. Really? That is okay. true. That's, that yeah. sounds... Yeah, pretty close. It's changing. It's, I yeah, think it's it just is. a little slower, you know? It's just a little bit more behind on on that sort of curve of conversational style. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. interesting. And that would make more sense why I, I book stuff in Canada. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I got more of a promo sound probably. Right. Huh. Wow. So, Emma, Emma, give us just a little little hint of your accent from Ireland. Usher Jesus, you wouldn't want to be listening to that now, would you? <laughs> wow. I love it. It's it's not Irish enough for the American market. <laughs> Very so, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's do you audition for Irish? Uh, I do when audition? I get told that I'm not Irish enough. Oh. Wow. So you have to sound like a lucky charm. <laughs> so, Magically delicious. Yes, nothing, no accent in Ireland has ever sounded like that ever in the history of the world of Irish accents. But that's what is required for Irish accents. Yeah, You know, I hired Nick, uh, Nick Redman, is it, mm-hmm. um, to do, um, it was a casino and they were doing something for, obviously, St. Patrick's Day. And, and I hired her and she was extremely, um, sounded extremely Irish, but I'm going to go to you next time. Thanks. Because <laughs> it's, you know... It, It's a casino in America. (laughs) Oh, I just found the word, by the way, guys. Um, I think it was in in Emma and Chris tell me, but I said uh, the line was, please enlighten us. And I said, please enlighten us. And I think they said, Kevin, could you please hit that T and enlighten us? Does that sound right? Really? I would never say that T. I'm thinking there was a person. There was a person there who 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 said I didn't hear the T, and yes, they just wanted you to articulate yeah. it. I, I, it yeah. doesn't sound Canadian to me. Because okay. please, honestly, enlighten us. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we're going to get Chris and Emma to do. A, are you guys cool with comfortable with telling a nightmare session story? One a session that could not have gone much worse. Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right, good. We'll we'll do that coming up in just a little bit. So it's a mystery guest episode of the Middle Class VO podcast. What uh, Emma? What are your plans for fall? You plan on doing any heavy marketing? You plan on training? What What are your thoughts going forward as we head into a new season? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a coaching session set up with Tina Morosco for September. I'm attending VO North, the uh, voice conference in Toronto in September. Um, which I'm really looking forward to because, you know, you get to see people in person and stuff. Um, And my main focus right now is promo. So, I mean, I've been coaching in promo for three years. I've just released the demo, um, but I'm still continuing to kind of put my main focus on promo when it comes to coaching and training. So I'm doing one of the breakout sessions um, at VO North in promo and trailer, uh, continuing to coach with Harry Dunn with that and... Yeah, just kind of beefing up marketing for sure. More video marketing. Aren't you both nominated for One Voice Awards? Yes. Yes. 
Excellent. See, they would never say that themselves. That's what I wanted to bring up. Oh. Good luck next weekend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Chris, what about you? Same question for you. Uh, well, I, I've already I put a lot of work in already, so it's probably just going to be laying out the um, the website, getting marketing in that respect, because I'm going to have all of these little toys, and I want to thrust them into everybody's faces that I possibly Excellent. can. So I think it'll be a lot of self-marketing, self-promotion um, for this fall and see what kind of return I get on the stuff that I'm spending all of my money on right now. Um, and then... And then, I mean, coaching is a, is a thing that you have to pop in and do once in a while. You can't, you can't not do that. Um, it always has to be a little bit of a part of everything that you do, I think. So, uh, that'll be in there somewhere. I don't know, uh, with whom or how I'm just occasionally, I, sometimes I just do sort of little refresher things and, and, and pick somebody out of a hat and go, all right, maybe I want to work with this person and try this. And because I'm always of the idea that, that, um, we should always be learning and yeah. mm-hmm. everybody comes with their own little, I don't know, bag of tricks. Some of them work, some of them don't. But I figure, uh, I figure, why not throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks? <laughs> so excellent, Bobby. Do you have any questions for them on any hot button issues? Yeah, I, I'm curious because um, obviously here in the states, political season is upon us, and it's going to be crazy up till November fourth or whatever the date is this year. Um, so, do you is political big in Canada? Eh, I don't do a lot of political not a lot of Canadian political stuff. I don't. Chris, do you? What? I've done a few, but what I'm running into usually um it depends on how bipartisan or how partisan it is. Mm-hmm. Um because much like any anybody else who's who's putting their 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 face out in the world. If it's a Republican or a Democrat or something, I'm getting asked where I am and, and where I'm from. And, uh, I've a couple of jobs that have sort of slipped away on me is because I'm not in the States. Um, because mm. they don't want the metrics of that getting out. They're like, well, uh. imagine you're a Republican and you're running for Senate and you're touting, you know, keeping money and, and jobs and everything. And then all of a sudden you hire a Canadian guy yeah, to voice your sense. commercial. Uh, it might look bad. So they tend mm-hmm. to be, for me anyway, I've done a few, um, but I, I don't tend to be the um, the voice of. I tend to be sort of, uh, um, if they need the husband um, in, a, in, a, in a husband and wife narrative on a radio spot, um, you know, hey, honey, what are we doing? How, how, how are we going to get through all of this? You know, we don't have enough money for this. And then so-and-so comes in with the, the announcer will come in, obviously, with their... Joe Biden's wrong for America. Exactly. That's, yeah, I, you know, I, that, I, those yeah. kind of spots. So I tend to sort of fill in... I can fill in those without raising any red flags, but uh, I usually get passed up just because I am Canadian. And I can understand that. I totally get that from a yeah. from a political point of view. I've done a few American political spots, and it's usually the, the snarky one. I don't know how I keep getting that. <laughs> Emma, you would you would have me fooled. You sound American, uh, you know, from the United I think, States. But You're- I think that's also because coming from Ireland at the age of eight, kids are mean. Like, kids are just mean. It's the way that they're programmed. Like, if they could kill you faster than they could blink at you, they would. You know, like, Lord of the, you know, Lord, Lord of the Flies is a real thing. Um, and so I had a really thick Dublin accent, and I used Irish words. Like, I said biscuit instead of cookie and bin instead of garbage and jumper instead of sweater and all, like, all this stuff. I lost my accent in two weeks. Wow. Two of them. And then when I went to acting school in university, I studied snan, speaking North American naturally, um, <laughs> with a guy named David Smuckler. And he was a linguist um, and a phonetic specialist. So he taught us all how to recognize Canadianisms. I also, with learning, you know, being a kid in Canada, when I learned how to speak Canadian, when we all came home saying A, my mother responded with B. <laughs> so none of us say A. Wow. None of us. The th- the, so I have two sisters. So the three sisters do not say A ever at the end of a sentence. Um, but yeah, so it's, I think it was that... Because of where, how I learned how to speak as a child with an Irish accent and then moved to Canada and then studied linguistics and phonetics, I, beca- I created this kind of broad accent that you can't place. Well, it's working. Good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and I don't hear Chris on, on 
more VO work, but I hear you in I hear the Canadian conversation definitely, but not your VO work. Me? You? Oh, yeah. You. yeah. Well, I I've made a a science out of killing the Canadian, I think. Um, <laughs> In VO. <laughs> but, you know, I, it was a series on Netflix, wasn't Killing the Canadian? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Not a lot of That's people watched of my, it, one of my though. crime stories I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, there was, when I first got, heard about voiceover was when I was working, it was like I was just out of uh, broadcast school. And it was an imaging guy um, uh, who was at the station that I was at. And you might know him. His name's David Kay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. So David K, we used to call him Ferrari Dave because he lived in Vancouver and he cruised around in a Magnum PI style Ferrari. Sweet mustache too? Oh, no, he didn't have the sweet mustache, <laughs> but he used to pull up. He used to, he had a red Ferrari. He pulled right up in front of the, the studio and he came in, unassuming guy, and he came in and this, these sort of big pipes came out of him, you know, because you, you, you talk to him and he's like, hi, how are you? And then he gets behind the, and then all of a sudden it's just like big voice comes out of this little relatively slighter kind of guy. And you're sort of blown away by it. And, um, and I remember him always saying dollars, not dollars. And I'm going to ask him why you did that. And he goes, cause you don't book any work in the States if you say dollars. And I go, really? Hmm. And he goes, yeah, it's a hundred dollars. Fox News. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, whatever you do, don't say the Canadian way of saying dollars because that's not how they say it down in the States. And if, and at the time he was voicing, you know, he was voicing radio stations, but he was also voicing a lot of like the, the furniture places, you know? So everything is 99, 99, you know, 55, 55. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, it was number, 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 numbers. If you remember the spots from back, way back in the nineties, that's what it was. How many dollars? It's a hundred dollars off. It's a hundred, you know, it's $50 off. So that was my first instance of knowing that you got to kill the Canadian if you want to work mm -hmm. outside of Canada. Give it a bop, bop, wow. That is fascinating. I had to hire a, uh, a voice talent for uh, a car spot uh, running in Atlanta, Georgia area. And I, it, was for a, it was for a dealership. And I got the spot back. And I know this guy from way back. Do you guys by chance know T-Bone? Brent Blazico, I think? Mm -mm. Not uh, no. no. Okay, he's got a, his studio is called Sound Lounge, and it's uh, his website, soundlounge.ca. But anyway, he sent me the spot back, and it's like, here at Five Star Mazda, here at Five Star Mazda. And I'm like, no, 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 uh, no. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I had to get that redone. And that was the first time I learned that, you know, in a lot of your country, you say Mazda instead Mazda of Mazda. Mazda. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sound Lounge is in Toronto. I know that studio. I've recorded there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, Brent is a great guy. Uh, goes by the nickname T-Bone, but uh, he's been around forever. Right. Uh, got a great sound. We're going to get a nightmare session story coming up in just a second. But before I, I teased uh, Emma when she came on with all these great clues. Emma, you know, you did the, the body piercing and the yoga and stuff for 20 years. When did you get into VO? I started doing VO in 2011. Um, I've been an actor my entire life, but I, yeah, I got into voiceover in 2011. Wow. Excellent. And, uh, you, you, you don't do any more tattooing, body piercing, or you didn't do any tattoo stuff. You did body piercing and yoga. Yes. I didn't do any tattooing. I just got tattooed. Um, yes. and with piercing, I, you know, I'll do it every once in a while. When I was traveling to India on a yearly basis, I was known as the, as the body piercer in the yoga community. So when I would arrive, I would have appointments booked from the day I arrived to pierce wow. people. Wow. You make jewelry yeah. too, don't you? I do. Yeah. Very cool. I love That's that. crazy stuff. And Chris, you, you did a 20-year stint in radio. Uh, I did. When did you get into VO full-time? It was sort of a natural kind of thing. I was, I, I was working on the other side of the glass as a producer um, for a long time. And um, not to not – to, poo-poo on, on radio people or anything like that. But there is sort of a thing. There's a stigma in voiceover where if people sound radio, mm. they, they don't quite, it's a, there's, a, there's a thing there, right? Yeah. So uh, what would happen was, is that I was, I was producing spots and I always had this idea in my head that, that the radio spots could be as good, if not better than TV spots that we hear. They should sound, they should be better. You shouldn't just mail them in. 
So I always wanted people to do more. I wanted the radio guy to be like, if I had, if I needed you to act, I really wanted you to act. I wanted you to be the character. And unfortunately it was like, could you be, you know, a dad? And he's like, absolutely. I'd love to be the dad. And you're exactly. like, okay, can, you, can you, can you tone down? Can you, can you just do a little less of that and just talk to me like you're talking to me? Absolutely. This is how I talk to you. And you're like, mm. okay. This is me toned down as dad. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> what happened was, is that I kept, I kept running into an ego wall against people ah. that I worked with and I had to throw myself in the studio and go, this is what I, I just, so I sort of self-taught a lot mm. of those kind of character things and not being radio just so I started to do some stuff on the side I was working at the radio station somebody asked me to do a spot locally on a TV spot and then I found voice one two three gosh 15 years ago I think got more work through that and it just sort of became a, a natural progression of more work came from VO was still doing the radio and then they started to butt into each other where I couldn't do the book session because I had the nine to five job so I just needed to let it go. She took a, took that leap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. We 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 Kevin and I both come from radio, and radio continues, especially here in, in the United States, to just shrink and shrink and shrink. There are fewer and fewer jobs, and I don't know about you, Kev, but I, I get at least several times a month radio folks that I know saying, "So I see you're doing well in VO. Can you talk to me about that?" And it's just becoming more and more. I feel bad for people who are still in radio because it's, it can't be very positive, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still get it, Bobby, uh, like uh, two in the last month. And, yeah. and I've got this like two-page sheet thing put together that I just say, hey, you know, it's hard, but anybody can do it. And then I send them my two-page sheet that talks about training and investing in yourself and setting up proper studio and, you know, and I equate it to getting a degree in a way because with the time invested and the money invested, Mm -hmm. because the average person needs to go through all that, unless you're just a, a, a wunderkind and can come out of the gates with acting chops like Meryl Streep, you know, you're going to have to train. <laughs> so a lot of times that will scare people off. And I'm not trying to scare people off, but I'm trying to give them a realistic picture of what it's like. But yeah, it's it's radio people. Yep. And, and, and if you are listening and you're coming from the radio world, answer your email multiple times a day. Yes, <laughs> when, for sure. When people get back, you know, if, if they'll ask for your opinion and they don't respond after you've emailed them for like, you know, four days or a week, it's like, that's not going to be able to work for you Does if you're getting into VO. Yeah. Yeah. Your phone has to be surgically attached to your hand. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or go on vacation and you'll get busy. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's true. It. 100%. Well, Emma, we're going to start with you and oh. uh, would love to get uh, a nightmare session story. Bobby and I have shared many nightmare sessions that we've gone through, and it's just uh, a way for us to connect with each other and, and share what's happened and know that we're all in this together. So, Emma, without further ado, would you please favor us with a nightmare session story? Nightmare Sessions! Sure. I would love to. Um, This was one of my very first sessions when I first signed with uh, one of my Canadian agents. So I was, you know, wet behind the ears. You know, I was a total yes person, like didn't ask questions, just said yes. And it was a studio session, so I was very excited. Um, And I think the, the session, like, was entitled, like, Esther Jones or something. So off I go into the studio, and um, I'm greeted at the front door, and they bring me into the office instead of into the vocal booth. And I'm like, this is weird. Oh, no! So they're like, yeah, just take a seat. We just want to, you know, go over a couple of things. I'm like, okay. And and I could see the script on the table, but the script was face down. Um, And he just slid it across the desk. And he's like, you know who you're voicing for today, right? I was like, yeah, Esther Jones. He was like, yeah, no. No, you're not. (laughs) So we just need you to know who it is that you're voicing for before you go into the studio. Now, again, I'm a yes person. I'm not going to because I, I don't I don't even know that I'm allowed to say no. Yeah, you don't make waves. Yeah. So I was afraid. Right. So I flipped the the script over and it was um, 27 spots like, all you know, tags with the main body of the script for um, 
Ashley Madison. Oh, no. <laughs> if you know who Ashley oh, Madison no. is, you don't. Yeah. They basically encourage you to have an affair because, you know, you only live once. Um, <laughs> so I think one of the tags. Is that their tagline? I think, yeah, you only live once or life, you know, li- life can be exciting. or like. What is all, it, Chris? Like, you know. Hey, <laughs> let's keep the gloves up. Um, <laughs> Why do you think he bought that new camper? Oh, hi The shagging wagon. No, no. Hey. Oh, my. If this van is rocking, don't come <laughs> If this oh pop-up God. tent is... <laughs> Oh, see, we just went to a bad place there, didn't we? <laughs> we what? did, and I didn't even mean to. Oh, my God. Kevin pitched a tent. Hi-oh! Dear Lord. Oh, my God. Anyway, Bring sorry, it back, Emma. kids. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it Kevin, back. Kevin, I think we're going to send this episode for our Sovas nominee. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah, sure. Sir Ashley yeah. Madison, oh, my gosh. Ashley Madison, and um, while... so. Off into the booth I go and recording this, and then they keep adding more tags and adding more tags and adding more tags. Actually, can you, you know, for Las Vegas, for, you know, Cincinnati, for whatever. They just, then they were adding like the 50 states and all of the, the cities within the states. Um, and then at the end of everything, they tried to only pay me for eight tags. Aww. No. I was like, so not only are you encouraging people to have an affair and, you know, commit commit a crime of the flesh <laughs> then right. now you're that now you're trying to rip me off what a Cute. shock to, to, to turn that script over it's like uh yeah. so wow. how did this resolve emma this was it was actually a, a really good learn for me because it was the first time that up until that point if someone didn't pay me properly or said oh well no we're actually going to reduce the rate of like oh okay so, you know mm-hmm. yeah. this was the first time i pushed back i was like absolutely not because I kept the scripts and I recorded this on my phone. So I had just put a, my voice memo on in the studio. Nice. For whatever Smart. reason, Spidey Senses had told me to put, put it on and I'd recorded the entire session. And I was like, so I have the entire session recorded. I have the script with all of the notes. I recorded 56 tags. Oh my plus gosh. Three spots. You will wow. pay me for 56 tags and three spots. Thanks. And I pushed back and I wouldn't let go. I was like a dog with a bone. I was like, nope. Nope. And eventually they paid. Oh, good. Good for you. And, and clearly yeah. this was not an agent booked gig. Unfortunately, it was. Oh, and you didn't have help from the agent? or It was more a copy-paste situation. Uh. So, but that's, you know, I, it's not fun. But at the same time, you know, I, I've learned, over the years, I've learned a ton about negotiating um, contracts and how to get your money and how to get paid and how to deal with people, mainly because I, I had to. So, but that was the first one where I was, I refused to lie down. I was like, no. <laughs> lie down wow. That's Maxwell. a great story. Chris, yeah, that's going to be hard to top, but you know, we've all had those uh, <laughs> sessions where they maybe couldn't have gone much worse. Would you please favor us with uh, your nightmare session story? Well, mine was an exercise in patience. It wasn't about money. Um, it was more about getting everything right. But there was, I was working with a, the production studio was in South America. The um, agency was in Europe. And um, the, the client was in the Mediterranean. Wow. So You're in wow. Canada. Yeah, and I was in I was in Canada. So we're we're doing the session, um, and it was it was difficult. I think it was just a communication breakdown was ended up being a lot of it. So the the script was relatively simple. It was like a I think it was a sixty or maybe a ninety minute or ninety minute ninety second uh, spot. Didn't have a whole lot to it, but they booked me based on one style of read, and that's usually my starting point. So it was a it was a conversational. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything forced, but you could tell that it was going to, there was the, the half of their conversation is happening in Spanish, which I can't hear, uh, like I, or I can't understand. And then right. there was one person in the room that spoke English and he was trying to relay what they were saying. And the first take went and then the second take went and I can give it to you again. Can you do more of this? Can you try this? And they really wanted full reads. So on a 90 second 
script. They wanted full reads. They really wanted to get a lot of those in. Um, they wanted to hear how it sounded with that full sort of energy all the way through. And about take 57, oh. Um, oh. I started to get really, really annoyed. Um, no, I was really well deep into being annoyed at that point. Wow. And exhausted, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the energy kept going up. They took it from a conversational read to a full-on expressive sweating. You know, I mean, it's like I'm over overdoing anything. The volume has gone up. And, and the, we finally got it. But what really ticked me off in the end is I ended up doing 61 takes of the full read. Wow. And it was two hours. I don't know how long it was. I was sweating at the end of it. And I I always like to hear stuff at the end. I always like to know what they ended up doing with it. Mm. I'll give you a guess as to which take they ended up using. Second or third. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh. So that that. was fun. I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's. That's, but you know what? I, I took it. I didn't get angry with anybody. It was all sort of that, you know, duck on a pond, contain the anger. Don't get mad at anybody. They're working through it. There's a communication problem and it worked out in the end. They paid me, but it was, that was a tough session. That was a tough one to get through. More mm-hmm. chefs in the kitchen. There's... Yeah. Too, yeah. That Chris, what, what, what is the lesson from that though? I think you have to go, you got to be professional in this game. You can't, yeah. you can't take you can, I, like you can tell them and and help them along, and maybe I should have tried to offer my two cents, but it's hard when you don't understand what they're saying. So I don't know yeah. what the debate was happening in Spanish, uh, and then how it got to me. But usually in a session, sometimes I can hear somebody or the client will go, "Can he hear it like this or or this way?" And you could tell the producer wants to get involved and sort of rein the client in because the client will be like, "Just have them do it this and this and this," and it's and it's a little less focused. And I think just being patient, being professional, and not letting your emotion get the best of you and still maintaining that because you never know what it's going to turn into. So don't Mm -hmm. burn this bridge because it could be a really, really valuable bridge down the road. Maybe not right now in this session, but the next email that comes from them could be that big thing. And I never Mm want to have, I never want to be that problem client or that problem voice person they're not going to hire them because that guy's difficult to work with mm-hmm. you know that's what i find also it's like we, we control what we can control and you know one of those is being pre- professional and you know being on time and, and you know having everything ready and being prepared and all that stuff and then the rest is up to fate but i think that i agree with you chris 100 you just got to be a pro kind of no yep. matter what and and emma's lesson is a hugely valuable lesson stand your ground yeah. It's somebody was clearly trying to take advantage of Emma there. Yep. Yeah. And, and did you get any script up, up front at all? I did, but it wasn't, it was It was just a random script. Like it was more like, you know, sultry read ah, kind yeah. of thing, but it had so nothing no, no to do with. on it, yeah. No, no. Crazy. Good stuff. Well, guys, this has been a blast. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> there being There was going to be on- silence. <laughs> Like, is that what um, a blast feels like? That's the dead yeah. silence blast comes back the other way. I was kind of hoping you guys had fun too, but maybe it's just me. I won't be looking for a callback on the second date. I'm surprised it's over already. I know. Oh, well, wait, it doesn't so have to be. I yeah. mean, it's gone quickly. But no, it's good. Surprised. Can we make a weekly thing? You surprised us with it. It's just like, you know, it's like, well, you, you, it all of a sudden came out of Kevin where you're just like, well, this is been great. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, and you're like, what? Oh, is that it? I didn't realize. That's great. Bobby, Bobby usually has more questions, but she was not able to prepare for this. You know, Bobby, we were trying to do this a week ago. Oh, yeah. when I was in Nashville, right? And you had yeah. to, can- and it, Emma had the vid, so. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of yeah. kind of worked out that way. We were patient. <laughs> I, was, right? I was spending more time sleeping than doing anything else. So. Your voice sounds great now. Thank God. I lost it on the Friday, and I had a session with Netflix. Oh, so, no. And then they, thank God, legal got involved, and they had to tweak one of the lines. They're like, yeah, let's just do it on Monday. I'm like, thanks. Like, I had one of those, like, <laughs> new world. <laughs> like, I was like, if you need anyone for trailer right now, I am your girl. Like, right. I can do it, because I was down here. I was uh-huh. like, I'm not going to be able to sell anything conversational or peppy. <laughs> 
Wait, I've got another question for Chris. Yeah. Chris, what advice would you give somebody from radio trying to get into VO right now? A penny for your thoughts. Forget everything you think you know about voice. Yeah. Mm. Think it's everything that you've learned in radio. Just, you know what? No, let me, let me change that. Mic placement is the only <laughs> thing you should take away. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, from, from radio. The rest of it, throw it out the door. Get some coaching. Yeah. Do something totally different. Forget that you think you know how this actually works because you don't. Mm. It's so, so different. It really is. And, and and it's hard to ingrain that. It's like, oh, come on. It really, it's like I've been doing commercials and pro, you know, in the, in the production room for years. And it's it's nothing like that. And and I think it's it's a shock about the money that really is needed to be put up to get yeah. started. Yeah, yeah. It scares people. Well, we've seen the we've seen all the posts. There's so many people like like there's so many people that are putting out that information for us, and they're saying it's not. This is it's it's not just a side job. It can be a side it's a job. Small for some. business. The fibers of the world can it can be a side job, but if you really want to make a go of it, it's like any other business. You got to spend some money. You got to you know, do the right things and get a pro demo done. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, f- I feel like a broken record having to even repeat it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's all this info is out there and it's just like, it, you can do it, but just don't ignore it. Don't think you can do it without having some, some level of training, having some professional demo or you could doing it without a website yourself. or yeah. something. Yeah. I think you just, those are there. People keep saying that same thing and those, because that's, how it works you know really and does. emma what about those coming from the yoga and body piercing industry <laughs> <laughs> it, no it's <laughs> but they do there's i've had many a conversation with with yoga teachers that are especially during the pandemic it's like you know <sighs> you know my, my students always tell me my voice is really really soothing i think i'd be great for meditation apps and stuff like that and you know i mean it would be really easy it's like and that's where i get my backup i'm like it's really easy is it mm, okay well, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> off you go have a good time um and so like kevin i have a two-page kind of you know links, et cetera, of go and check out this and read this blog and look at this information. And once you get through this, then, you know, step two, then you got to do this and find some workout groups. And here's here's a bunch of coaches that work with, with beginners. And this is what you need to do. And they're like, at the end of it, they'll come back. They're like, but it's just speaking. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really not just speaking. And if it was, everyone could do it. You're right. Mm-hmm. So. So true. Bunch yeah. of clowns. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's the, but in fairness, like the people who do go, like I had a uh, guy a few months ago. um, It was actually a jewelry client. Her son wanted to get into voiceover. And she's like, he's been doing voices his entire life. Like he's got so many characters, like really, really well fleshed out characters. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Send him my way. And so I sent him this list. And God love him. It took him a week to go through the entire list. He called me on day seven. He had already booked a coaching session with Ellie Ray. He had bought himself a microphone. He had soundproofed his closet. He had done all of this stuff. He was like, I'm doing this. His first animation audition with Ellie Ray, three coaching sessions later, he booked the main character. Wow. Very impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. And so that just there are makes you people, feel great, I bet. Totally. Because it was just like, you know, like, obviously, it's got nothing to do with me in, in the grander scheme of things. But it was like, here's the information. You know, don't turn anybody away. Maybe someone will actually pay attention. And he was like, I am. This is what I want to do. This is a dream. And I finally like this was a gift that you're making jewelry for my mom. And she found out that you're a voice actor. And now you've pointed me in the right direction, connected me with a coach that I resonate with who provided me with an, an audition op- opportunity for an animation series in Canada, and he booked the main character. So oh, cool. It's great. That's remarkable. Yeah, that's the stuff that gives you the feels right mm-hmm. there. Absolutely. Well, good luck to you guys next week. And are you going to Dallas? I'm going. I am not. Chris, have you, do you go to uh, conferences, uh, workshops, any of that uh, often? I, I, not as much as I would like to. I would really like to go more, but it's actually more of a logistics thing because the conferences mm-hmm. are all out east. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. I mean, for anybody who, you know how the, the exchanges goes. I mean, if you're always having to go through Denver to get to anything or, you know, having those sort of flight delays, it, yeah. anything is a day in travel yeah. from where I am. 
So if I got on a plane, it's a good eight, 16 hours to travel. Like, I mean, unless I'm going to Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. it's just, it just takes a long time to get anywhere. So what seems like it's only going to be a two day conference is four days plus maybe a day to recover because you got to yeah. travel one day, do the conference, travel the, the other day. So it makes it difficult for me, but I God, I would love to, I really wanted to go to Atlanta. Um, and, uh, and I wanted to go to, uh, one voice cause I didn't get a chance to last year, of course. I mean, like with, um, COVID stuff was still sort of kind of weird here getting across mm. the border in Canada and wanted to go this year, but it just ended up not working out that way, you know? So I haven't, yeah. I haven't been as much as I would like. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll see you at, uh, one of these soon. What, what, what's know? the next, what's the next one? I'm not, I, again, I'm not making it out to, uh, VO North, but maybe voice arts. Sovas. Yeah, that yeah, might that's be it. Yeah. Is that in yeah. LA this year? Yeah. It is. it is. I believe so. Yeah. And they, 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 they thankfully listened to the masses and put that's voiceover with Sovas. Again, instead of separating them, they were separated oh, okay. by a month before, whereas now it's December 15th, I think through is the conference and then the, the awards. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. You do, do you do gaming, Chris? I do you do gaming. I Boy, do, but you do. Again, it's um, I got NDAs on it, so I can't really say specifics. But I'm really good at being killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're a good dyer. I it's am a, a good. I'm a good. I'm a good henchman. I'm a good. I'm a good uh, soldier. I have. Uh, that's something that I've done well with is have an ability to. You know, get shot in the head, fall against the wall, slowly go down, and then fall 28 feet, nice. and then hit a concrete nice. floor. Because that's what happens. In video games. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so it's The true. only reason I brought it, because the Get Your Game On is in L.A. Oh, right. Yeah. With yeah. Randall Ryan. Randall Ryan is amazing. Randall, oh, Randall's he's, good people. I love him. Yeah, Randall is a, a big guy. fan of the podcast too, so he's probably listening right now. Would you guys hey, all like Randy. to say something to Randall? <laughs> he's such a lovely human. Hello. Hello. Hopefully, I will Hello. see you in Dallas. I think he's going to be in Dallas. Yes, I believe so. I think it was yeah, just I think you're right. that he's going to be there. So I'll see you there, Randy. Very cool. Very cool. Digital high five from me. <laughs> well, guys, this has been great. It's, it's been a blast. Thank you. So Yay. fun. Such so a great fun. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks so much for joining us on the Middle Class VO Podcast. Emma O'Neill and Chris McCloy, uh, best of luck to you guys moving forward. And uh, Emma, how can folks reach you if they would like to uh, talk to you about uh, doing some more Ashley Madison spots? (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on the interwebs at EmmaO'NeillVO.com. That's O'Neill like the surf company with two L's. Very cool. Chris, what about yourself? I have the real tough uh, spelling of chrismccloy.com and uh, yeah. <laughs> two C's, an L, an O, and a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good luck, you guys, with all these things coming up this uh, this fall. Thank you. Thanks, Bobby. Oh, well, the middle class VO podcast. Middle class.